day of doing a movie podcast one of hun- thousands hundreds <laughs> <laughs> one of Re- ten really <laughs> underselling it uh, we haven't been picked up yet so yeah um welcome to the last episode of we ain't seen nothing yet the game show that's over I'm your co-host, Ethan, and this is your other co-host, Wes. Anyway, this is the game show where we quiz each other on movies that they haven't seen. Uh, The current score of the game show part, not the podcast part. The podcast part, you only score in the negatives. But my score is 27.16 points out of a predicted 51.5. Wesley has scored a total of 30 points out of a possible 62 Last week I quizzed him on the movie The Sting. Mm-hmm. And this week he'll quiz me on a streetcar named Desire. You know what I th- I think I think one of the reasons that we're tired of of, of this is because I was thinking about it when I sat down. This season has gone on for a long time. <laughs> yeah, it has. That might be it, but also at the same time, I just <laughs> I get tired of having to make quizzes. I think. <laughs> Tell you what, we're let's change the schedule. I'll we can move anime to this year, so you can take a break. I would be happy to do that, but we should still do the next season because I've already been talking to Andrea about it. Nope, you got you complained, and now Andrea gets (laughs) (laughs) for it. So, Andrea, if you're listening to this episode, guess what? You just got bumped. <laughs> That's not true, Andrea. I, If you are listening, I, I don't know if you are. I don't know you. She desperately wants to know you. <laughs> I'm awful. <laughs> <laughs> no, she wants to get to know you. She, she, <laughs> she keeps telling me, when are you going to organize a get-together where I can meet Ethan? <laughs> I'm fine with it. I have so many board games I'm willing to play with other people virtually. Looking for literally any excuse. Board games virtually? So, like, mm-hmm. you so, just... Like, yeah, so I have... Uh, there's this new board game I just bought. It's called Wavelength. Uh, the way that it works is um, you get a Sounds card... Sounds like a nerd's game. All right, fine. <laughs> Ethan, Let's get this into is the dead review. air. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares about board... <laughs> This is first and foremost a movie podcast where we're only allowed to talk about movies. <laughs> and how much we hate doing the podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can go ahead and cut that. Um, I don't Welcome to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet, the game show where one of us is quizzed on a movie they have not seen. I'm your co-host, Wahe, and this is your other co-host, Awa. <laughs> the current ruling period in Japan. Is it? Uh, it's Reiwa. Uh, Ethan, you can't just say something when it sounds <laughs> close to another word. 
If there's anything I've learned over the last two episodes, it's specifically that for Japanese words. <laughs> let's do a quick sync. When <laughs> you put your water down. All right, let's recap this shit. I have no idea where this fucking episode is going to start, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> if you heard the depressing shit, sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean it to be depressing. That wasn't my point. <laughs> uh I meant for it be depressing. I'm sad. The bed bugs are not gone. Well, at some point, Ethan, you have to just move on with your life. Just like COVID. <laughs> you just accept that this is reality now. Learn to live with my current reality. Uh, I quizzed Wes on The Sting. I asked you why you hadn't seen it and what happens in the movie. Believe it or not, I did... Score this quiz while I was sitting in this closet waiting for you to show up. Mm. Uh, I gave you one point uh, for guessing that this movie uh, is about a sting. And it's also a heist movie. Those are two elements of the movie. It is not in black and white and is not a team of three or four white dudes heisting a museum. It's a team of about 20 to 40 white dudes. Yeah, And one white woman. (laughs) (laughs) But for how long? Uh, Unless you're counting all the... Uh, sex workers. Mm-hmm. There is so there was a the, uh, there was a question that I almost asked you. There is a black family in this movie, and James Earl Jones' father is one of them. I have a lot to say about that. I assume you have a lot to say about that movie because that is a a, a kind of a, a big problem in the movie, <laughs> and I am I am willing to do that. <laughs> So let's talk about that with um, the second open-ended question. What's the big con and why does Robert Redford's character Hooker want to do it? Also, watching Showgirls saying the name Hooker now feels very uncomfortable to me. Ethan just learned what Hooker means outside of just a name. <laughs> I've <laughs> only ever thought that word before. it was what you call a fisherman or a last name based on the occupation. Um, kind of like Solo. (laughs) On. Solo. Maybe I should give that movie another shot. No, because you just complain about it and everything. I know you love it. And why are you doing anything for Jon Favreau? (laughs) I love Jon Favreau. Have you seen Chef Show? (laughs) Have you seen Iron Man 2? (laughs) Have you seen Iron Man 3? <laughs> I have. Um, What's the con and why yeah, does so the want to do it? Con is there's a big uh, Chicago mob guy. Can't call him a mafioso because he is not Italian. He's Irish with a gimpy leg. Uh, I believe canonically he is... Uh, the child of Scrooge's employee. <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, tracks. There's a deep canon to this movie, which I encourage a lot of people to look up. Just wait a week while I work on the Wikipedia page. Uh, Scrooge is Scottish. <laughs> he could travel across the... <laughs> Okay, so the guy's name is Lonigan. Kind of looks like Burt Reynolds. 
Uh, the name's Doyle on again. <laughs> he he was trying to kill uh, uh, Robert Redford and his two other crew guys who inadvertently stole six ten thousand. No, it, I, I think it was ten thousand dollars total. Yeah, and they were splitting it three ways. They stole ten grand conning one of his uh, bookies or something, and uh, the two white guys got away. And the older black man, who we see has like a large loving family, yep. um, <laughs> he gets thrown out a window. <laughs> <laughs> he dies real early. Right when he was leaving the like biz, he was gonna be on the straight and narrow. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He gets punished. I think I think the hardest part for me is that they are like a kind and loving family. Yeah. And they're some of the best characters in the movie, and then we don't see them anymore. I don't know if they're the best characters in the movie because we barely spend any time with them. They only serve to uh show like black pain (laughs) in this movie and uh pretty much robert redford plans this big con of lonigan to get even for a human life (laughs) yeah and it's like a fake uh they set up a fake horse race yeah you said that he did it um because he was bored well, I Close. think he would have done it. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about it <laughs> beforehand. <laughs> um, didn't give any points for the silent signal that they all do to each other. And then... It's become so cliche now. The rubbing the nose, yeah. Finger on the nose. It's cool that it started here. Uh, and then the last question is about the cop that follows Hooker for the entire movie. That actor is so familiar to me and i could not tell you what else he's in i was not like i i was not a fan of his acting i did not feel oh like he was a... he wasn't good <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying he's familiar <laughs> father uh, <laughs> no my dad would be a good actor um, but anyway uh how does the gang get the cop off of hooker's trail they it's not revealed until the very end it's like the big twist yeah. uh but they get some guys pretend to be fbi men who try who convince this cop that uh they need him to catch robert redford so uh mm-hmm. they can arrest they can they can stop the con and then they convince the cop that robert redford's dead and and frankly i think we should all pretend to be the fbi it the ending of this movie leaves a lot of questions of how they're going to continue their lives buddy i got a lot of questions about the end of this movie for you (laughs) so moving out of open-ended questions you have one point uh Multiple choice. What's that song? <laughs> it's, the, it's through the whole thing. And you know what? I had issues with it. 
<laughs> Believe it or not, me too. <laughs> it takes place in 1936. <laughs> Scott Joplin's "The Entertainer" <laughs> was the most popular song. I want to say at like in like 1900. <laughs> it just didn't fit with the era. <laughs> But what you're failing to recognize is it does fit the location of Gondor's house behind a merry-go-round. 1902. I do not like that song. His other stuff is far better. I think it's fine. I think all of Scott Joplin's music is fine. My biggest issue with it was just it did not match the the era in which we were following. Mm Mm-hmm. The soundtrack should have been provided by Kesha. (laughs) (laughs) There was a point in this movie where I was like... I wish TikTok was playing. (laughs) TikTok was playing, yes. The the character from Return to Oz. Yeah. (laughs) There was a part of this movie you were thinking... Uh, I lost it. It was going to be funny, but... Mm. I, I stomped on it. I squashed your aspirations for a joke. No, I couldn't think... I couldn't remember what the moment was. Mm. It's not worth explaining it. So then... No. Unfortunately, uh, for the next multiple choice question, Robert Redford does not mug a mugger first. He just tosses a suitcase very hard at another man's legs. <laughs> yeah, toss is a light word. <laughs> He fucking chucks. <laughs> it's a really good throw. And his own guy. It did not seem like it was like a like a stage fight. <laughs> no, he was going to break Joe Erie's fucking legs. The first thing I thought he would say was, Hey, can you lay off the the trunk throwing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's there's surprisingly little dialogue between Hooker and Erie in this movie. Does Erie even participate in the big con? He does, yeah. He's the one with the little mustache who... Uh, I have another question about him later, but he's the one that's just always bothering Lonigan whenever he's visiting the, the horse racing place. The one with the broken place. nose? Yeah, the one with the broken nose, that's him. Oh, oh okay. I told you you should have bet on this one. <laughs> Uh, which of these is not a grift that we see? Uh, you picked the roulette wheel. That's like the second one that we see. Yeah. Um, and then which of these check-in phrases does Doyle Lonigan use the most? Let's see if you remember that one. Check-in phrase? Yeah. Whenever he's making sure somebody understands him. Capiche? No, I have, <laughs> I have, I have, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> you always going, you follow. <laughs> That's what he says? Oh, mm-hmm. you follow. You follow me. And then... uh, Follow back. uh... (laughs) Ain't no following my man. (laughs) Shoo up. Shoo up. Oh. Can't believe Robert Redford made that song. (laughs) (laughs) And provided the voice of Jimmy Neutron. Hell yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then the last multiple choice question. You did get correct. And it's the only group that does not plan to or fire a gun at Johnny Hooker. And it's the FBI. Yes. <laughs> They're too cool to do that. 
Um, the uh, the amount of running with guns, the the way people run with guns in this movie. No, no, one hand is always completely straight out. Like it's stiff, <laughs> completely locked forward, and then they're booking it with one gun <laughs> always facing forward. Like, how are they not accidentally pulling this, these triggers? Because of good trigger discipline, Wesley. You're not supposed to have your finger on the trigger unless you're about to fire. It looked like they all had their fingers on the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because Detective Snyder is a bad detective. <laughs> Well, if they had all been method actors, <laughs> mm-hmm. everyone in the set would be dead. <laughs> uh, this is going to be the last chance to talk about the love interest woman, if you want to talk about her. Uh, burlesque? From the diner. Oh. Not the burlesque woman. The yeah. one that got shot? Yeah. The one who gets shot square in the fucking forehead. Yeah. <laughs> That was pretty brutal. That was probably the most <laughs> brutal <laughs> part of this movie. And, like, you don't spend a ton of time with her. Like, you don't get to know her <laughs> that well. And she's just immediately murdered. <laughs> you, first of all, you didn't know <laughs> why she was murdered. <laughs> yeah, they are just like, Until hey, after. Yeah, her name's this. And she was going to kill you. And I'm like, I guess so. <laughs> Who was she related to? Uh, she was working for Gondorf. Or, not for Gondorf, for um, Ganondorf. Lonigan. She was working for Ganondorf. <laughs> I kept thinking it was Ganondorf. <laughs> they should have cast Ganondorf in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then the <laughs> before Lonigan can get away, he transformed into Beast Ganon. <laughs> True or false, uh, Hooker loses all of his partner's money after the first grift. No, he doesn't lose his partner's money at all. No, that's just correct. He just burns his. all of his own. Uh, true or false, the first cop we see interact with Hooker immediately beats the shit out of him. No. Uh, no, it is true. It is Detective Snyder. Oh. And it is within the first 10 minutes of the movie. So I When he gets thrown in those crates? Like... Yeah, when he gets bopped over all those crates and barrels yeah. at Crate and Barrel. Thank God at some point people stop putting so many crates in alleyways. Mm-hmm. Because the cops were really raking people over the barrels. True or false, Kid Twist imitates a Western Union rep but doesn't remove the picture of the representative's real wife. No, he does remove it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you said it'd be true. He does have a nice little picture of himself and two fake children to put on the desk. Yeah, it was the... I thought that was the most clever part of this entire movie. <laughs> it's like a three-minute scene. It's really... I mean, that character is the best character in the movie. Yeah. The I, job does not work without him. That's why I kept being like, they only got like $500,000 out of this. I'm like, hey, a lot of these guys deserve more. <laughs> a lot of these guys really stepped up. <laughs> and Kid Twist did that improvised. Yeah. like. Like, less than 24-hour notice. <laughs> and did they make their money back on renting that space? Because <laughs> we don't know how much that cost. Yeah. And we never got a final price on how much all the equipment and stuff mm-hmm. cost, too. But $500,000 back then is, like, 
I looked it up after watching the movie, but I didn't check this time. But I'm pretty sure it's like $10 million. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I mean, it's during the Depression, so. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Joe Erie's job during the big con is to piss off Lonigan as much as possible. Unfortunately, you said false, that his job was to to, to befriend Lonigan, but he just did a really bad job. No, he, he pisses him off. You know what? Knowing knowing what I what little I know about that character, it's possible his job was to befriend Lonigan <laughs> and he was doing a shit job. I guess we yeah, I mean we never got the scene that we all want where they all sit down and just talk about what the plan is in detail. Yeah. The real thing in heist movies that we all want where they talk about the plan and then the plan is executed in the background of all those shots. Uh They start with, they roll out the blueprints and they're like, here's how it starts. And then it camera pushes in on the camera and then you get the CG overlay of the room and then all the people populate in it and it transitions into real footage. Where did that trope start? This movie. (laughs) No sniper shoots at Hooker after he has sex, but you think he might. And then my favorite question, Hooker gives his cut of the money from the big con to his former partner's family. (laughs) It is not certain that that is what happens. In my head, yes, he would definitely do that because... Throughout this entire movie, they never stop talking about Luther. Even mm-hmm. in the FBI part of it, they talk about his wife. <laughs> mm-hmm. And use her as part of the... Use the idea of her as part of the con. Mm-hmm. Luther and his family are always on the forefront of every single person in this operation's mind. We have... No idea what happens to them. No idea. And the worst part of this movie is they get the $500,000 and then Robert Redford's like, you know what? You're right. This wasn't good enough. And I'm like, okay, good. <laughs> like a man lost his life. And it's like, I don't know. At least you can acknowledge that. <laughs> I don't know if money, stealing money equates to retribution. And then he's like, but it's close enough. (laughs) Like, I wonder if that's Luther's epitaph on his grave. It's not good. (laughs) And then the screenshot, I gave you a point for saying that an accomplice is in the tub getting sobered up and that Robert Redford is sitting uh, with his hand over his crotch and my lamp is perfectly surrounding it. It's all true. So two points. What? Uh, but it's not It's not towards the middle of the movie, and Robert Redford is not about to chow down on a sick. Mm. So two out of a possible four. That's fine. All right. You want to hit these bonus questions? <laughs> it's not good enough, <laughs> but it'll do. I just don't want to do this podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> The real reason you want to stop is because you want you just want to win one. <laughs> the, the real reason you want to quit is because I've won. I won the last season compared to losing every single season before <laughs> that. 
Yeah, and that was a huge ego blow. <laughs> the only reason you do this show is to win. Mm-hmm. I have my entire ego and self-worth wrapped up in this podcast <laughs> listened to by less than 25 people. <laughs> oh, I think it's around less than 10 now. Oh. Got a pretty consistent eight. So to those of you, including myself, thanks for sticking around. <laughs> this might be our last classics. <laughs> Just from ratings perspective. <laughs> I thought that these were the type of movies that people would want us to watch. Just from Evidently, talking, no. From talking to like Rigoletto and Andrea and Steven about the movies, they're all like, oh yeah, those all seem like, they're like, oh, those are movies that I might actually want to watch so I know what you're talking about. So it's like... <laughs> I don't so know. people are avoiding them because they also have not seen yes. these. Uh, yeah, Sarah has mentioned that a couple times too. So this is why we just make each other drown in garbage? What do you want from us? <laughs> Hello? Is anyone out there? Let me out! Let me out! I don't want to do this show anymore! And if I am going to do it, I just want you to like it. Oh, this is like a Twilight Zone episode. (laughs) Only you can stop We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet by getting us over a hundred listens for a month. A portrait of two young men stuck (laughs) habitually recording a podcast no one listens to. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> desperate for attention <laughs> and not creative enough to come up with a more singular premise <laughs> uh, I wouldn't even say it's a lack of creativity it's a fear of lack of creativity that stops me from making the attempt <laughs> alright give me these bonus questions it's time to rock the house Number one, what Say does with Hooker the do? Audience. Three, two, one. Rock, Rock the, the house! house. <laughs> Good job, guys. You know the drill. <laughs> <laughs> we do it. We rock the house every episode. Benended, <laughs> what does Hooker do with his cut of the money? In the beginning? No, at the end. At the end. Yep. No idea. I Are you wasn't saying that aware you we personally were, I did I wasn't aware we learned what they were gonna do with the money. You're damn right we don't. That is the correct <laughs> answer. <laughs> uh, and I just wanted to wanted to talk about Luther's family one last time. I had a phantom memory that he says, let's give all the money to (laughs) Luther's family. And the whole time I was watching the movie, I was like, yeah, and they're going to do the really nice thing where, you know, maybe the horrible thing happens where he dies, but he's going to, his family's going to get a bunch of money. No. (laughs) Fuck you. Uh... (laughs) All right. Now here's the tougher one. What is the name of the horse? That should win Doyle's $500,000 bet. $500,000 bet? The, so the final bet that he's supposed to Was make. Was it Lucky which Dan? One is supposed to win. Oh, fuck. I have to give you two <laughs> points now. 
I was paying close attention to the horse names because I was like, they I'm had some to bet. good horse names. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you des- you have earned that second point <laughs> for someone who has a hard time learning characters' names. Mm-hmm. I was you you knew that <laughs> I would quiz you on a character in the movie that does not appear on screen. The other names I had were Wilshire Park, Blue Note, and Aqua Fresca. <laughs> That's the uh, power of Pine Salt, baby. <laughs> I have some Pine Salt I've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> right in the corner of this room. <laughs> Do you think if they're... I'm sure someone's died from drinking Pine Salt. Do you think if they're awake <laughs> or their funeral, <laughs> someone said, and That's the power of Pine Salt, baby. He just wanted me to say not to drink it because that's the power of fine salt, baby. That's the power. <laughs> now on the count of three, everyone rock the house. <laughs> you know the drill. <laughs> the final question. True or false? Hooker thinks he should have ordered the blue plate special at the diner. No idea what that means. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Sorry, it's false. He did order the like blue the plate special. Plate special. <laughs> no, no, he did order the blue plate special, but he thinks he should have ordered the meatloaf. <laughs> this is like a best years of our lives bonus <laughs> question. And you know what? Only fair because you made that <laughs> quiz and I'm making this one. All right. So counting it all up, let me say your total now so I don't pull the usual Ethan move and not say your score for the rest of the episode. Uh, with those three points, you have scored 11. You have a total of 11 points on this quiz. Oh, Nice. Mario? Chris Pratt is here? Uh, who are we? I think uh, Steven last night was telling me about how he saw that. Or was it Rigoletto earlier this week? Someone told me that Chris Pratt said recently that he's been working really hard on the Mario voice and he thinks people <laughs> are really going to like it. <laughs> I have been seeing that. But my favorite thing is still the fake tweet where... Chris Pratt's like, no, Mario is normal now. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see that he doesn't want to play Indiana Jones? Yeah, because Harrison Ford threatened threatened to kill him. On your on his 80th birthday, you're gonna take away one of his favorite roles of all time. He'll kill you, and himself in his airplane. <laughs> uh, what a good clip! What a good interview clip! <laughs> Shit and die. Wesley, would you watch this movie again? I think I'm this good. movie being the sting. Okay, I think I'm good. Uh, I will say this movie is. Good, almost borderline on the upper level, on the upper echelon of fine. <laughs> <laughs> I know you really like this movie. I think it's good, like it, but the pacing has some problems. I feel like it's a little too long. 
You don't think the chase scenes break the momentum? <laughs> All three of them? The only one I liked was when he was jumping off the tram tracks and that one was really cool <laughs> yeah because it appeared to be robert redford doing it too um mm-hmm. it also made good use of chicago architecture <laughs> right yeah what else any other performers stick out anything about well, the... yeah i mentioned to you that i always get randy newman and paul newman things, so. <laughs> yeah Nothing really else to say there. I would say, yeah, the only thing that I would have... Let me put it this way. The one thing this movie got wrong and the one thing Kangaroo Jack got right (laughs) 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 You can't pause now and leave me with a bated breath seeing your comparison of The Sting... <laughs> to Anthony <laughs> Anthony Williams and that other fucking guy who doesn't who barely works anymore. <laughs> Anthony Anderson. It's not even Anthony yeah. Williams. I was thinking of Gary Anthony Williams. Um, at the end of Kangaroo Jack, we see what they do with all that kangaroo money. <laughs> They're on the yacht. <laughs> we see. I think. I think Anthony. <laughs> uh anthony's character's name is i don't remember i think it's like it starts with the m i was gonna say maury or morris or something we see him do a cannonball into the yacht pool we see them how they spent the money that was up in the way (laughs) (laughs) in the sting finally we don't see it the sting should have had johnny legs (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> look, look it's jackie legs Johnny, jackie legs a character that doesn't exist in real life or in the movie because they the origin of which is in the sting <laughs> yeah the the audience knows how i feel about this movie i really like this movie i love a heist movie i love uh pulling cons on bad people it's just a good one. Um, I used a, to not be a huge heist fan. I'm coming more around to them mm. because I understand money now. <laughs> <laughs> because now I need that money and I'm looking for different plans on how to get more money. <laughs> the best ways are through classic movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. That said, uh, if anyone in the audience is looking for a fun heist movie... It's kind of dumb, but I really recommend Logan Lucky. I think it's a lot of fun. And I would recommend Kangaroo Jack, (laughs) a movie I watched every single time my cousins came to visit. (laughs) And you've been trying to pull that heist at least once a year since you were seven years old, right? I've been sending so many people to Australia with my money. But they never come back. Who knows why? They're all in those yachts. <laughs> or right, the so kangaroo that... got away with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Or the kangaroo killed them and then themselves. I said hip hop. hop. <laughs> How does that CGI look now? Not good. <laughs> Compared to the live action Scooby Doo. How are you? <laughs> 
I gotta mash up the wedding singer when that old lady sings <laughs> that song. And then when Jackie Legs performs it for us. Not seen the wedding singer. I don't think you would like it. It's Adam Sandler, right? It's Adam Sandler. It's it's one of his like more serious films. John Lovitz is in it though. Oh it's got a fantastic <laughs> it's got a fantastic quote. This is the only reason to watch it. Uh, Adam Sandler's just absolutely losing his shit on stage, and John Lovitz is watching from uh, behind in the wings, and he goes, he's losing his mind, <laughs> and I'm reaping all the benefits. <laughs> the cheesiest, campiest line. It's so good. <laughs> the rest of the movie is weird. When will John Lovitz join the MCU? <laughs> He, there are absolutely characters in the MCU he could play. If like, if Patton Oswalt wasn't that weird elf thing, <laughs> imagine John. Okay, X Men comes out. John Lovitz as the Blob. <laughs> That'd be pretty fucking cool. Behold, Hear me out. I am a mutant. <laughs> If John, they need to get more like late, early 2000s D-list celebrities to be in the MCU. <laughs> Not even D-list celebrities, D-list comedians. What you're saying is we need the entire 1981 cast of SNL. <laughs> of Saturday Night Live, that's correct. <laughs> Except for Rob Schneider. Because I want him to write it. <laughs> He's such a good writer. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, does the black and white make this movie boring? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If this movie was in black and white, I do think it would be slightly more boring. I don't know. I think it could have been. The filmography in this movie is nothing to write home about, and the transitions are awful <laughs> the title cards like the... are a fine touch i'm talking about the scene to scene transition oh they're, they're they they like are very much like the and <laughs> terrible Every, everything you can do in windows movie maker they they did that in this movie the only one they didn't use is a star wipe which would not be used until star wars and i just feel like if you're gonna if you're gonna make a movie Set in the 30s, make it black and white. Just do it. I sound like my aunt who was drunk one night and said to me, uh, if I was going to move to New York or Chicago to pursue the arts and like, eh, maybe someday. And she's like, no, just do it. <laughs> just do it. And you haven't. Why are you defying a drunk aunt? <laughs> They're the most powerful women in all of our families. We should be we should she all wishes. be listening to the advice of our drunkest aunt. <laughs> That's gonna be on one of our t-shirts. It's too bad the show's ending after this episode. <laughs> Alright, we'll be right back. And we're back. Uh, and in the studio today, we have a streetcar named Desire. Honk, honk. 
What do you think a streetcar is? It's a jalopy. I know what a streetcar is. Okay, I was going to write that down and deduct points. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, So a streetcar named Desire. Why haven't you seen it? What do you know about it? And have you seen the play? Uh, the first, <laughs> this is, we've done how many play movies, and this is the first time you've asked me if I've seen the play? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I guess I've been in the theater long enough. Me, in the theater! <laughs> Ethan, Jesse, my name on the marquee! <laughs> I'm sorry, no, I've never seen this play before. Yes, I have seen this movie, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um. You got me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Why haven't you seen that? <laughs> I, I've just... Again, I was... Because my film fuckboy roommate was very into black and white movies, I kind of ignored all of them because I didn't want to have a conversation about them. On the off chance that I didn't like them. This also being one of Tommy Wiseau's favorite movies made me not want to watch it. God, I feel like that's for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> <laughs> It absolutely is. He likes it because of the big acting choices. Uh, The big acting choice, of course, being uh, Marlon Brando in the street screaming, Stella. Uh, But with regards to what this movie is about... um, Let's go... It's about a pair of star-crossed lovers, of course. There is... I would assume that the streetcar in the movie is the mode of transportation by which these two lovers must travel to engage in their tryst. It is an affair. We really got to up the Lexile score for this podcast. <laughs> Only You have to be very intelligent to understand we, can't, we ain't seen nothing let's yet. Let's create a barrier so we get less <laughs> listeners. <laughs> First of all, put it behind a paywall. <laughs> hey, if you're listening to this episode and you would pay money for it, <laughs> who are you? Because <laughs> you're certainly not one of the people that I know personally. Um, what else goes on in this movie? I'm going to say that it's a tragedy and that one or both of the romantic pair in this movie will become deceased by its end. Okay. All right. Now that we have that out of the way, why does Blanche Dubois move in with her sister Stella and brother-in-law Stanley? Um, it's, uh, she, she was causing too many problems for her parents at home and it's time for her to move to the big city. But now that you said Blanche Dubois, all I can think of is Blanche Devereaux from Golden Girls. And I love her. I like Golden Girls. Gay. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gay for the girls what can I say 
What kind of relationship does Blanche have with Stanley? They never speak. Stanley's the type of man Uh, from an 80s movie who will not look up from his newspaper. I'm sure I'm wrong. Look, the point of the show is for me to be wrong. Everybody likes it when I'm an idiot. People are having a hearty belly laugh right now, I'm sure. Tee hee hee. Ha ha ho ho. Why does Stanley scream, Stella? Well, I've already established they've never spoken. So, <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> no, no, please, please don't write that down. <laughs> please don't put that in the public record. Straight, redact that. <laughs> Would you like me to read Objection. the question again? No, I know what the question is. Let it's me, why does why? the biggest thing in let the movie me, happen? Let me read it to you again. <laughs> why does Stella scream? Why does Stanley scream Stella? You get what I'm He's in love. Okay. All right. I, I, he's so disappointed with me. It's <laughs> I'm He's never been more upset with me before. You were you're mixing First up he... Stella and Blanche. Oh, why does he... Okay, that's the problem. That's the problem. Uh, Why does he scream Stella? Um, He just needs help. I think you're still mixing him up. Yeah, I'm probably still mixing him up. All right, what happened to Blanche's husband when she was young? (laughs) Uh, Just a mix of old names that no one uses anymore spiraling around in my brain uh my middle name is blanche (laughs) that's true everyone put that up uh on your ways to dox west calendar for right now or in the future ways to dox west's child Mm. because as we all know the middle name is passed on (laughs) (laughs) well i meant for security questions sometimes you get what's what is your father's maternal middle, middle name? name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what was the question? What happened to Blanche's husband when she was young? Um, he fell off a fishing boat and drowned in the ocean, or he died in the war, or he just got really sick and uh, she took care of it. Okay. Why does Stella love Stanley? A, his money. Mm-hmm. B, the baby. C, his spontaneity. Mm. Or D, his looks. He's got a great ass. Um, uh, let's go with uh, his spontaneity. Spontaneity. All right, which is... I love a man who would cheat... Which is not something Blanche calls Stanley. A, an ape. B, a Pollock. C, a simpleton. Mm -hmm. Or D, a blight. Blight is standing out because it is slightly different than the others. Because that's more of an annoyance than a lack of intellect. I, again, am jumping on Pollock here. That probably has a lot of connotations with it. 
but I don't know exactly what. So I'm going to go Polak because I, I feel like that just doesn't. That one is too specific. Okay. Almost as specific as someone's ethnicity. I don't think it's it's that specific. <laughs> Which is... Sorry, did you say Pollock? Which is one thing Stanley finds out about Blanche's prior life. A, she slept with an underage kid. B, mm. she sold her house to a man who promised to marry her. C, she was spent she has spent time in an asylum. Mm-hmm. Or D, she ran a whorehouse that got busted by the feds. C. Spent time in an asylum. Yep. Why does Blanche only let Mitch take her out at night? A, she's too drunk for the daylight. <laughs> B, she's trying to hide her age. Mm-hmm. C, she's trying to hide how ugly Mitch probably is. Or D, she's afraid of being spotted by Stanley with his friend. Ah, between B and D, so let's go with D. She's afraid of being spotted by Stanley. Mm -hmm. Spotted by Stanley is also a great children's book name. What happens when Stanley confronts Blanche about all he's learned about her? A. Blanche buys a ticket back to Oriole. B. Stella goes into labor. C. Stanley attacks Stella for defending Blanche. Or D. Mitch accuses Stanley of lying. C. Stanley attacks Stella. Needs an attack. Needs more senseless violence and drama for... Tommy was so to love this picture. Okay. True or false? <clears throat> In the state of Louisiana, there's something called the Napoleonic Code. <laughs> I mean, true? Okay. Something about that rings a bell. Bonus, what is the Napoleonic Code in terms of marriage? Yeah, I figured that was going to be your follow-up. <laughs> Um, Napoleon, uh, it's Louisiana, so it's the South, so, uh, no, no divorce, divorce illegal. No divorce. Okay. Or it's something to do with division of property, I don't know. God, I'm glad this is our last episode. (laughs) No one will have to hear my score. <laughs> and more importantly, I won't have to watch this movie. True or false, Blanche screams at a newspaper boy who for looking like her dead husband. <laughs> Absolutely true. I am excited by the prospect of this, and I want the child to cry. True or false. <clears throat> or go, yeah, sure, lady. <laughs> true or false, Stanley clears his plate by smashing it to pieces. Is there something weird about that? No, just it's, ha- it's happened. It's not. It has it's happened in every movie we watch so far. <laughs> it's just the customary American way to finish your meal as a man. So, That's why we're trying to do away with paper plates. It's just harder to do. So true. True. Mao. Blanche and Stella escape together at the end of the movie. 
<clears throat> False. That's Thelma and Louise. <laughs> no other movie have two women, women escape. escape. It's true. And if they do, it's alone. <laughs> true or false, Stanley's rape of Blanche is an open secret. Define open secret. I Siri, define open secret. You think I would make that joke? I thought that's where you were going with it. No, I'm an adult now. <laughs> uh, at least I know I have some creativity not to stoop that low. Um, let's go ahead and say <laughs> true. It is an open secret. Everybody knows. True or false? A man, is, well, a man and his wife can't be tried of the same crime. True or false, thanks to Blanche, Stella grows to resent Stanley for being working class. False. I, I, I think that Stella has probably resented Stanley for a while. Okay. I am sending you your screen grab. Ethan, can you tell me what's going on? This is the dog from uh, The Shining. <laughs> um, we have here... I don't think there's a dog. <laughs> in this? Not at all. I don't think there's a dog in The Shining. <laughs> I meant the dog man, the man in the dog costume. That's not a dog costume. What a kind of costume is. What, what a kind of costume is. <laughs> okay, I'm going to look it up now. It's like a dog costume. It's not a dog costume. I'm certain the man is credited as man in dog costume. Dog. It's a dog costume. Roger the dog you... man. Yeah, eat shit. Have you watched that movie since we watched it together? Yeah, I <laughs> Half have. a decade ago? Okay. Because I've seen... Uh... Uh... All Dirk and No Dirk makes Dirk a Dirk Dirk. No, the, the sequel was... Ewan McGregor. Oh, and Dr. Sleep. Yeah, Dr. Sleep. Which mm. I kind of liked. Hmm. Better than the original? Very different movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, on this show, all of our movies must be directly <laughs> compared to each other. Every movie is an apple. <laughs> A red delicious. The worst kind. Um, this picture is of a very dark moment of the movie where a man, I'm going to say this is Stanley with his hand around a woman's face. I'm going to say this is Blanche. She's being attacked in a room with hanging lights so I'm assuming the attic or whatever bedroom she's borrowing. She's crying. But because of how much she cares about him, in addition to the fear that she feels toward him. Okay. Anything else? Want to say when this takes place yes. in the movie? I was going to say this is the climax of the movie. So, right at the three-quarters mark. Okay. So, 
That is a streetcar named Desire. You can find it on HBO Max. Hebo. First movie we've been able to just stream in a while. Yes, brother. Uh, even the Macho Man. Even watching to no, that was not Racho Man. Rancho Man. <laughs> You've been <laughs> listening to the game show. We ain't seen nothing yet. The current score is Ethan, 27.16, and me, 41. Follow us on Twitter. You can find the... Yeah, I already said that. Follow us on Twitter. <laughs> if we ain't seen it on Twitter. You can follow Ethan at Powerful Goose. Uh, you can follow him on Letterboxd at Geese. You can follow me on either platform at Baby Westwee. And remember to watch Robert Redford in his best movie yet, 2016's Pete's Dragon. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Forever. You fucking wish. We'll be back next week, you goddamn morons. We are trapped here. <laughs>